0: My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldessi. And uh, this is Mark Vila from Coleman and Company.
1: And um, I usually take a sip of a drink, I noticed in the beginning. It's kind it, of my thing. It's, I, I need to get
0: a palate, a comfortable My palate thing is that now I have an appropriately <laughs> decorated CAS cup. Yeah, I make sure that it's always facing the camera.
1: Yeah, that's mine, it just happened to me now, I'm just enjoying it, I'm
0: enjoying mm. looking at
1: it. Um,
0: it's not the scratch on the A. <laughs> it is, partially. Okay, it could be the scratch. Yeah. Can be the so, scratch. we're a little abusive. Um, so, what's this one about? This is number three in our series about um, you versus the competition, yep. and uh, this kind of blurs the line with the versus part. Yeah. So, so we've been talking
1: about beating the competition and um, researching them and what to do and and if you need to change yourself, yep. you know, might be something you need to do to n- be able to beat them. But sometimes. Taking your competitors and turning them them into your partners is yeah.
0: actually one of the
1: best things you could do.
0: It's a great move. And we, we asked this question on the Custom Apparel Startups mm-hmm. Facebook group, which I was surprised today. We had a whole room full of four or five people getting trained on a M 2 None of them were on the CAS group. Wow. Interesting. It's, dis- it's disappointing. Yeah. But one of them listened to the
1: podcast. It's because you turned off that email, that that's right, that suggested you do that.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Well,
1: um, so after you listen to the past two episodes, and I think what happens, first you did, go if you haven't listened to them, I think it's important that you do. I do too. Some of the things that we're going to do here kind of require some of the knowledge that you're going to have in the previous two. And the exercises that you were supposed to And the exercises do. you should do. One of the things you did is you researched your competition, yep. and you found a, f- a few out there. Yep. Um, A couple of, then you, the next episode, you kind of looked internal and you realize, hey, I've got these couple competitors. I can do a few things better. Yep. And uh, Do you need to add new products? Do you
0: need to change in some way or just do what you're already doing better?
1: Yeah, And so now you say, okay, now I'm putting my best foot forward to beat the competition. Um, I know about my my competition. And now's your opportunity where you can join with some of your competition because they're just they're right in the in the they're in this yeah. perfect zone for becoming partners.
0: Yeah, so one of the things that you had talked about was, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing your competitive research and you find these companies that are doing a good job, they're doing different things than you are or they're doing it in a different niche market than mm-hmm. you are, and you really you may occasionally bump up, up against each other, but it's not you're you're not direct competitors. And that's the perfect kind of opportunity to start to work together yeah. to profit for you both.
1: Yeah, and you you just you see an apparel shop you visit them or you do some research and you find out they've got you know 30 embroidery machines yeah and they've maybe got a really old little transfer system and and, and that's it you know they're the, but they really focus on embroidery and you're kind of the opposite yep. you've got maybe just a single head embroidery machine but you've got a direct to garment printer and a transfer system and all this so you're t-shirt heavy yep. you know print heavy and they're embroidery heavy you reach out to them for why You know, why would you want to reach out? Why
0: would you want to? Because for for a couple of reasons. The first thing you you can do is you might have the opportunity to keep that customer Mm in-house and outsource. Mm-hmm. Right, so you could end up keeping the customer still doing a fifty cap embroidery order in a short period of time, making a little bit of money, and you develop a good relationship with the vendor that you del- did business with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you get to keep the customer. Um, the other reason is you you may have the opportunity to build goodwill with your competitor by referring that customer over, and they'll reciprocate at some point. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and that's great. So, um, uh, some examples, you know, we wrote down. Um, you know, also might be just what their offering is, what their vertical market is, their niche. So you sell spirit wear yeah. and they focus on sports uniforms. So you might have a little bit of that overlap, but really you're you're selling to the same people. If yeah. you partner together and work together, then you can kind of get customers some yeah. whether they get a better deal or or it's a
0: better deal for that you works, guys. That works that work that's ideal if mm-hmm. you do bling, like a lot of our customers do, they just do bling. Yep. You know, and somebody comes in for the football uniforms you know, the, the person that you refer to, they're never gonna get a post bangle yeah. to do bling, yeah. and you're not gonna set up a dye sub shop or something like that in order to do the sports uniforms. So it's kind of the perfect relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah. so you gotta find whether it's the apparel decorating method, and, and some of these are just talking about kind of those um, like a little bit of contrasting competitors mm-hmm. where they're just different enough for you guys to partner together. And in, in some of here, we can talk about partnering up with people who are just like you even. Some right. of these will will apply to that too. Right. But we'll start, start with the easy ones, right? Or the ones that you almost never compete and you can work together. It's a very easy relationship to start. Yeah. You know, as easy as anything can be. So some, exam- <laughs> so, so some sure. examples. Mm-hmm. Some
0: examples might be what we have, like a lot of the cold SE customers, they have a direct garment printer or digital heat effects system, mm-hmm. which are great for full-color short runs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but what happens when you get an order for 2,000 shirts, you know, of one color? Yeah. So what normally happens is somebody comes on the uh, Facebook group and says, hey, I need some help in fulfilling this order. So there's a referral. There is that relationship that you're generating with somebody that could otherwise be a competitor, but now they're partners in this deal. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's really great. It's it's <coughs> so it's going to do a ton of things for you. Maybe we can can we talk about? Yeah, why go through you should? them. Go through okay. them. why. Why? So we'll talk about why. Um, the we made a bunch of notes and we for I, I forgot when I was writing things out, yes. The most important one. Yes. which go you ahead. pointed out, um, is to get more business. More business. <laughs> so
0: that's uh, why we do everything. Yeah, <laughs> is to get more business.
1: So uh, just. Just like we said in the examples above, when you're kind of this reciprocal style of business where you don't compete against each other or hardly ever, yep. and you refer people to each other, and if their customer is used to buying from you and they ask for something that they cannot provide, they're likely to trust their recommendation. Yeah, I give this company thousands of dollars every month and they can't do what I want. They said to go to your shop, they're going to do that. Right. They're not going to go on Google and look around. They're A- probably just going to take Absolutely. the word of the person they
0: trust. Yeah. So you're really getting that advantage of somebody else's relationship yep. that's now been passed on to you. Yeah. So get more business, get uh, build build relationships with
1: people to help get your own network of referral business. Yep. And that will just continue to grow. And we know from uh, plenty of other podcast episodes that referral is is one of the best for our industry. Yeah, it is. So, um, uh, and some other reasons that are also great reasons. They're also <laughs> other than just the money. Yes, but the money is the issue. Which really, is my top three. Yes, is the money. Uh, so the next one is um, it makes you look like a good company. It actually does make you a good company yeah. and a good person.
0: Yeah. It, and we have an example. Okay. Yeah, we we have an example here. I okay. Think. All right. So so uh, that example is the Coldesi relationship with. Belkett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, Belkett was actually a uh, competitor to Coldesi. They sold DTG printers for years. They're, uh, a boot- they were a boutique shop. They produced a great product. Mm-hmm. We always had admiration for their printers. And at the ownership level, um, everybody knew each other. And they get together for lunch like once a month, you know, that kind of thing to talk about the industry. So when there came an opportunity to work together more fully, um, that's that's how Belkett became a part of Coldesi, because we already had a good relationship. We already had good feelings for each other, so it was just a, a natural fit. When they were ready to focus on R and d we were there to help with. That.
1: Yeah, and it really just goes to show that um, when you build goodwill with yeah. your with your competition, you're not sure. You know, you don't know where that's going to last, where that's going to end up. I should say. So it also. It's very good for you out towards your customer to your customer base. So when if you're if you have if you're friendly with your competition, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody comes to you and says, "Oh yeah, I was gonna, I was looking to get these shirts at Marco's Print Shop down the road, and, right. and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not sure. I also wanted to buy this from you." You go ahead and you turn. Around. Oh, I know Marco. Yeah, great guy. Does yeah. What they do great work. They do great work, um, and maybe even you're competing on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. They do great. I do know that um, Marco doesn't have a, a digital garment printer, DTG printer, like I do. Right. Um, and if. If you're looking for more colors and art like this stuff on my on my wall here, yeah. I could do that better. So is that so what th- you want? So you that's know?
0: a great that's a great way to approach it because you're not saying don't buy from them. Yeah. You know, are saying they do a great job, just like we do with the competitors to us. Yeah. Embroidery machines and DTG printers, there's a lot of good ones out there. Let me explain to you why mine's better.
1: Yep. You and, know, so the same thing. And if he goes over to Marco's shop and says, Oh yeah, I was over there. Yeah. and I was thinking about doing this. Um, what do you think? If you guys are friendly, he might just say, okay, well, what do you want? Do you want yeah, the yeah. single color shirt at a low price, or do, uh, do you want the DTG yeah. that's going to cost you more but look better? And, uh, and the market will be friendly about that and more like, he'll try to get the business, but not bash you. Oh, no, you don't right. want to buy from him. That friendly
0: competition yeah. is a big deal because it can really set the, the tone for your entire market. Yeah. You know, there are places that you go in different businesses where if you go into get your car fixed or to buy a new car specifically, you know, the salesman will just go off on the shop down the street or this other car brand. And it's a, it's a big turnoff. Yeah. And that, that kind of builds a culture in the area that you're in.
1: Yeah, so it, it makes it makes you a good person because you are, because you're doing these things, your customers will notice and your competition will notice. And overall, it has an overall positive effect on you and your business, which leads right into the next one, which is that people outlast businesses typically.
0: Yeah, for the most part, you know, the, the people that you deal with that your competitors now, they may not always be in that business or in that shop and you may not always be in the business and in that shop. Yeah, well, and Belkett, yep.
1: perfect example, a great relationship from the ownership standpoint. Yeah. And when it, the time was right to work together, that yeah, the both businesses changed from a decade ago when they met, yep. and it came to a point where the, a partnership and working together and all that was better. So, um, you never know. We're talking about Marco down the road, you never know what's going to happen with his business. Yeah. Um, he might call you up and uh, say, Hey, I'm, I'm looking to retire, move to Cabo, right? right. On the beach. Move to um, Cabo. And uh, I, I, I want to sell my business. Um, you are might you get interested first, yeah, you are might you get interested first in get, uh, taking all my equipment that's and my customers that's a good one that's a good one you know um, so maybe um, maybe he's going to downsize still partly retiring maybe yep. and says hey i've got a great you know shop employee mm-hmm. i'm i'm downsizing it's just going to be me and my wife running it are you looking for somebody Yep. You know, so you can get that type of referral business. I mean, they, or, they,
0: could, they could hand over entire accounts. Or hand over
1: an account, yeah, and just say, listen, if you take care of these folks, that's the best thing. I'm, I'm pulling out of the business a little bit. Yep. Um, or they might all of a sudden get some completely different. They might get a UV printing machine. Right. And all of a sudden, that sort of their business skyrockets and they're backing off from apparel a little bit and they just turn around and say to you hey i've got this this equipment do you want to buy this embroidery machine i'll send you my embroidery customers i'm doing great on this uv Uh, these are all things that could happen yeah and and
0: have happened and have happened or the
1: or a piece of his equipment dies and instead of buying more yeah just decides to outsource to you yeah right these are all it's a plus the people are going to outlast the business and it's going to give you an opportunity to make more money. Yep, really. true. Uh the <laughs> uh, next one down is, um, it puts the customer number
0: one. I, I really like that because yeah. it, it, it's going to, to reflect well on your business and on whoever you're partner with. Um, because like in our group, you know, when somebody asks for, hey, I need to get 54 of these done mm-hmm. short term, can you help? Then, you know, they're obviously like putting their customer first because they're going to give up some of their profit in order to fill, fulfill the order properly instead of just saying no, or send them onto the internet to look for somebody random. Yeah,
1: exactly. If your customer really needs something, you know, they want some. Sometimes your customer asks you for something and they could buy something else. And you try to steer them towards that. Buy this instead, because I can do it and I can make more money on it. And that's what I specialize in, right? I mean, those are really the answers that you might not say, but that's what it is. But if your customer really legitimately needs something that you don't do, then you put them first and you say, listen, I'm, I'm not the right person to do that. I right. don't specialize in making football jerseys. Yep. I probably could, but I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even sure what could happen. You know, I don't specialize in that. Right. So-and-so
0: does, we've got a good relationship. I, I would love that business. Heck, you know, I, I mean, we, we do be. that for customers all the time. We'll get somebody that that calls Col and says, you know, I've, I've got a business and I really need to do a thousand shirts a day. Yeah." well I mean we're not the people to talk to yeah you know not yet Yeah. you know so go ahead and, and talk to one of these people they do a great job so we would do the same thing
1: yeah so it's, like it, a lot. It, it really it just it it goes back to making um, the relationship there's these these three ideas right here that out, people outlast the business and it makes you a good person and a good company and putting customers number one it's all about the relationship building and we know relationships and referrals and everything are so important yeah in absolutely so um uh, competition becomes a friendly challenge versus a war. Yeah. And uh, that's just always nice. You know, I, again, you just said the car industry, bad news Yes, people. Yeah, you,
0: um, you, you really don't want to steal somebody else's customer. You, know, um, you want to offer somebody all the benefits that you can so they will choose you, but that's different. Yeah, you don't want your competition to
1: be so heavy and hateful that they're that they're leaving bad reviews yeah, on your yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Page that, that, just that to, can happen. Yeah, that just happen. just to get at you that they purposefully go after your accounts and yeah. undercut them and that type of business is just it's not comfortable. It doesn't nope. make you happy to go Be nice. to work.
0: <laughs> Be nice. Hey, and listen, I just want yeah. to say because we did have somebody um, on the Facebook group survey say that they'd been they've been abused badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 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 a circumstance like this where they you know, they partnered with a company on some jobs, and they end up losing their customers. You know, some of their customers to them. Um, that can definitely happen. Sure. Um, yeah. The the important thing is is that you don't respond in the negative way that we were just describing. Yeah. You know, if you are the classy one, it will still hurt, and you're not going to say great things about this guy. But you could say, yeah, you know, we, you know, we we did some business uh, years ago. I don't do that anymore. I partner with this person now, here's why.
1: Yes, and I'll, I'll say this in, the, the, with the example that um, our good friend left on, yeah. on the Facebook group. If you do anything with people enough times, you're gonna run into the biggest jerks, yeah. the most friendly people, yeah. the biggest pushovers, the, uh, the most aggressive people, yeah. the nicest. You're gonna run into all of that because that's what dealing with humans is. I think I'm all of those things. I really, so, I think you, I'm all of those You things. have customers, you're gonna have the jerk customer, the friendly customer, the one who refers you a ton of business, yeah. the one that you, you never talk to, they give you the money and they walk away. Those you are know, the best ones. Those, you're gonna run into all of it. So if, if or two things, if you've had a bad experience partnering with somebody, yeah. you found the jerk first, right?
0: You got that out mom. of the way.
1: You got that out of the way. It's very um, unlikely
0: you'll find him again. Yeah.
1: And if you do a lot of this, mm-hmm. you will find another jerk. Yeah. So you, you know it's it's part of the it's part of the game. Yeah. You know it's part of the game, and it's unfortunate when you
0: run into that. So. Um, but the but like our estimation is is the is the gain from developing these partnerships far outweighs the potential yeah. loss and from getting it back. Do you have any proof on that? Um, it's actually the last point in this no, section. No, I don't.
1: You do. I don't. No, <laughs> you do. You do. But um, you don't want to be left out yeah. because when we surveyed, what was the percentage of people? 80%. About 80% of people in our, in our industry do this. Yeah. So the fact that 80% of people are doing it means that it does work. And right. most of them are not the jerk. Yep. And, um, if you're the only one not doing it, then when all the business is being shared and partnered yeah. and referred and outsourced, you're sitting alone by yourself, not getting and not getting that opportunity.
0: What's 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 that game where the music plays and everybody tries to sit down? Musical chairs. Musical chairs. <laughs> it's like musical chairs. You do not want to be the one without a seat. Yeah. You know, so if you are in a town um, and you don't have partnerships yet, you know, try to find one. Yeah, because if everybody else partners up and you don't have a um, a big embroiderer to go to for large orders or a screen printer, if you're if you're a big company, you don't have that small go-to person because your competitors do. Yep. You know? Yeah. So, and
1: and you you've got the opportunity now, or you don't have the opportunity to work with people. You're working against everybody. Right. And right. And then
0: the the odds
1: the odds of success. So
0: are so small let's small. let's give some examples of different ways that yeah. uh, they could work with each other. Okay. Okay. So the first one is, um, we already, we've already talked about mm-hmm. these, refer business when it should be referred. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the obvious ones, you know, if, you, if somebody comes in for a trophy and you sell t-shirts, don't try, to, don't try to outsource that, right? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, if it's a one-time deal, if they want laser engraving, if they want something you don't do and you will never do you don't already have a relationship, then refer it to somebody who does. Yeah, you know, find somebody that you can send that customer and to. And
1: then, and this is your opportunity also when you're doing this, you know, referring business when it should be referred. It, this is um, this is your opportunity to look for an opportunity. You know, should I maybe think about doing? The oh yeah, and absolutely. Stuff. You know, you kind of you start thinking about these things. So, and it gives you, and then it gives you insight into the business when you're right. friendly with somebody who does this. But here's
0: a good opportunity. If something like that, like that's a good example. Mm-hmm. You run a t-shirt shop. You do um, promotions and logo stuff, um, and somebody would might just assume that you do trophies and plaques. If they come in and you don't already have a relationship with somebody, you know, maybe there's somebody that you've heard of. While the customer is there, if they're in person, just pick up the phone. Yeah, and call Chuck's trophies down the street and say, hey, Chuck, uh, this is this is Bob at Bob's custom T-shirts standing in front of one of my potential customers that needs awards. Are you available? I want to send them down.
1: Yeah. Right. That's beautiful. How are
0: they going to feel about you? Right. They're going to look for opportunities to. Oh, you know what? I had somebody that was interested in T-shirts. I should have sent them to you. Yeah, and and then your
1: customer is gonna be like, "Wow, they this, think you're this, awesome." This, you are awesome. I was gonna. I felt like I was gonna. You're drive you're like all you're day. like the
0: Santa on Miracle on Thirty Fourth <laughs> Street, sending people to where they can get the toys.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. The, oh yeah the Macy's down the road. Yeah, They've that's got it. Got them in stock. <laughs> um, so, uh, what else you can do together? You can outsource together. We used this example a couple yeah. times already in yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good um, one. So, um, your customer wants something. They want a bunch of different things. Uh, they want hats and shirts and sweaters and awards. Yep. And uh, you've been building this relationship with an award company. So you do you quote it all. You say, I get all of them done. The awards don't get done here. It'll take me an extra couple days, but they'll yep. come in real soon, but I'll get you a great deal. And then you've got a relationship with this other business who makes awards and maybe mm-hmm. they give them to you at 20% off. Yeah, whatever it you is. you charge retail. Uh, you charge the same retail that they would and you're making 20%. Yep. So you've got a little outsource thing going.
0: And on. The, the idea here is that you make a little bit of money, but more importantly, you you maintain a proprietary relationship, mm-hmm. right? If you've got somebody that comes to you for tons of stuff to add something small is not a big deal. Now, if they want something completely different, you know, they want a new car you know, or something like that, then maybe you don't outsource that because you can't maintain that kind of business. But, um, you know, if you have the opportunity to get with somebody in advance, like we've got um, ContractDTG.com. Mike Beletnikoff, Mm -hmm. he was on the podcast. He just does contract director garment printing. Mm -hmm. So which means, as an example, if I've got a DTG business and somebody comes in for a regular order that's going to be month after month, or maybe it's a little bit too big, or they want it labeled and packaged in a specific way, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call Mark and I'm gonna arrange for him to drop ship, which is a great kind of outsourcing relationship yeah, and, to develop. And
1: that also, the outsource one works really well where you've got um, concerns that you don't wanna send a big customer to that competition, yeah, 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 yeah. especially if they do a lot of the same that you do. So the outsourcing gives you that opportunity and, and there's a, a hundred different ways you could do that contract type of work. There's get it produced and drop shipped, and yep. just get it delivered to you. Um, you could do some of these things where the profit is very, very small, but the rest of the business you get is worth it yeah. to keep them in house. There's
0: a lot of different ways you could do that. You know, I really like this next one because I hadn't thought about it. All right, when you uh, you mentioned partnering up at events, I yeah. think that's brilliant. Why don't you walk us through that? Okay, so
1: there's um, a local event happening, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe there's like a barbecue festival or something like okay. that. Okay, you know, beer and barbecue festival. Sure. And you start looking and, and investigating, and you realize that there isn't any vendors kind of in your space. There's plenty of people selling food and drinks, but there's nobody selling apparel. So you right. say, great idea. Um, and so you do T-shirt printing, and you yep. think of a bunch of ide- ideas, you know, with pigs and beer and all that stuff like that right. on it. And then, um, and then there's a bling shop. Down the road that you've kind of got some that you've uh, you've discussed with before, yeah. maybe you've referred business to, and they just do rhinestone apparel and things like that. So you partner together, you get one big
0: booth, split the cost split of split the, the cost,
1: and it get so you can make it a bigger event. Maybe yep. instead of a little tiny table, you get a tent and you've got a t-shirt printer out there and a bling machine and you're bo- you're selling to two different customers together more
0: but but since you're since you have a bigger presence and a more wider variety of things you're going to get generally more traffic in yeah. the booth you're not and just a tiny cheap table you're the most you're the important big one, yeah. most importantly you'll be able to go take a bathroom break and leave somebody in the yeah. booth i mean that's a big deal <laughs> yeah especially and at a beer
1: festival <laughs> and when you work together then you know you um, you capture your own leads in your own way yeah. uh, if there's a Shared list. Maybe you've got an email sign up. You know, yep. you share that list together, uh, and you work together, and you also agree ahead of time. Um, listen, I, I'm not going to bring any of my glitter heat transfer vinyl stuff because I want you to get the bling stuff. Yep. And uh, but you don't bring any any of this stuff because I'm going to focus on that. Yep. And you guys I, I focus like on lot. your own thing. And you and and really it could
0: be anything. You know, if you're in the mm-hmm. cheer business, maybe there's somebody that sells pom poms and uniforms and you sell customization and bling t-shirts if your martial arts is your market then maybe you sell martial arts fan shirts and somebody else embroiders geese and belts you know whatever that or sells equipment mm-hmm. whatever that combination is I, I think it's a great idea because events can be really good for a custom apparel vendor so being able to partner up it, it's it's a big yeah, deal
1: and it can be um, when you start splitting the costs on this stuff, yeah, it go, it goes down a lot, yeah, because you figure um, you get one sign printed with yep. both your logos on it, which costs probably almost the same amount as just getting your sign with just Let's your save logo. Save money on there, it. yeah. So there's a ton of things you could do. And like you mentioned, the the bathroom and lunch break and all yeah. that stuff is great. And you know that you've got somebody who's like just as, an, it's not just an employee working it, you know, it's, it's, it's the, somebody other like owner, you, somebody who's super invested in this.
0: So also I dig this uh, economy of scale thing you said, where you might actually share ordering blanks. Yeah. Or, or anything really, yeah.
1: you know, um, some of these things that we order, are, you save a lot of money when you order in bulk. Yeah. And if you can work with somebody that you say you guys carry the same hat in stock. Yeah. You always carry it in black. Both of you carry it. Um, you go ahead and you say every month, how many do you order a month? I order three hundred, yeah. yeah, I order three hundred. Well the discounts at eight hundred, if we can kind of put this together, yeah, we can get I we love get four hundred and and save money we make we get save more a buck a hat blanks. or two bucks yeah. a hat. and um, and yeah, it's it's really great what, to be able to do this. It's it can be tricky, but if you find the right person and the right business, and you guys really hone in on yeah. everything you buy, it might not just be blanks. It could be anything, yeah, anything it, within it your business. It could be
0: what I, what I really like about that is too that you know we're always getting requests on the group on, hey, is anybody um, uh, buy Richardson caps wholesale? or Under Armour Wholesale, mm-hmm. so maybe the other person or you have a relatively exclusive or hard to get dealership for a particular product, you know, so if your partner company is looking for a specific kind of hoodie that Alpha Broder doesn't carry, but Sanmar does, you have a Sanmar account, you can help them out and, and vice versa. So you're getting kind of a, a group effect on sourcing, too. Yeah,
1: and um, most everybody that you're going to buy from probably is not going to prefer that you do this, that you take advantage of it. Yeah, rest. we don't care about that. <laughs> we don't care. Um, um, none of those people it, it, listen to the podcast. But it, it really is a good idea. And this can, d- again, this is not just blanks and apparel and stuff like that. It could be it could be copy paper. Post-it notes. A, post-it notes. I mean, it could, ju- it could be things that you go to, like, Costco and Sam's Clubs for, that you both kind of have some employees and yeah. you buy... And you buy coffee at the local grocery store and different things like that, and cups and stuff to keep in. Well, hey, why don't we go to Costco? We'll split the bill. Yeah. And we'll both buy those things. So it could, there's a lot and of things. And then you end up you rooming
0: do. together and it yeah, gets a little comfortable when you wake Yeah, up. You
1: just you get a really long Ethernet cable and you plug <laughs> your computer in. <laughs> you start a mile stealing and a half. cable. <laughs> stealing cable.
0: All right, so I think that's enough of that. Um, I like also the idea of entering a new market together, um, although I think this is actually a little bit trickier. Yeah, sure. So if you, for example, if you both identify that there's a, um, you know, a big new business coming into town, like a restaurant chain is just coming into town or a manufacturer is moving in Mm -hmm. and you don't feel like your business is big enough or you have a wide enough selection to go after them, you can partner up with another company to go do that.
1: Yeah. And you don't, this, again, it can be tricky. You don't, you want to be creative and protective of your business at the same time while going after this. One thing you could do is you could... You know say it's a big business coming into town yeah they, they you know you research them you know they do bling and they do uniforms you do uniforms your potential partner does bling yep you go you meet with them listen we work together all the time when you're going to order bling go here when you go to order these uniforms, are our specialties yeah this is how we do it we partner together so we can help you out if i'm if i'm coming to visit you to help size up some employees. I'll I'll share the size. We'll ser- share the sizes together yeah. to make sure everyone's set up. There's a lot of things you can do. Like
0: I, I really I really like that idea. Um, as long as you're careful. Yeah. Like yeah. Like we and said, make anyway. sure you you know the people that you're working with. There's yeah. less overlap than more. And, um, and you stay in communication. And this is everything
1: that we have to do here. You are working with another business. You're working with competition. You're working with another human. So yep. you wanna be careful about who you're working with. Don't trust them enough, but not too Damn. much. Damn, humans. Yes. <laughs> All right, so how do, you, how do you get started doing this? Okay. Um, well, the first thing you do is you make the first move. Yeah. It's just like if, you, uh, if, if you're dating. When you're young and you're dating, okay. and you see the person that you'd like to go uh, to the drive-in
0: movie with, sure, maybe go to the malt shop. Mark Villa is using archaic <laughs> examples specifically, specifically for me. <laughs> um, but
1: you you make the first move. You say hello, you know. So um, you visit their store, hey, okay. you know, and introduce yourself. And you introduce yourself with really good intentions when you're doing this. Hi, my name is so and so. I run this shop. I see you do this. We're both in the same business. I want us to have a friendly business relationship. Yep. I know we're competition, yep. but maybe one day we can do something Yeah, I just help wanted you more. to know me. I wanted you to know me and I wanted you to know I'm coming at you, you know, like with with a hand to shake.
0: Yeah. Uh, I really think that it's important that you've done that competitive analysis first here. Yes. So, because these are people that you've already identified, mm-hmm. you know what they do. It's not like you're wandering into a shop going, hey, I do small volume, full color t-shirts. What do you do? And you're leaning on their direct-to-garment. Person. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, That's really not a good play.
1: Yeah. It's, it's true. And uh, so, what are some things you do during this relationship um, for one? Uh, just like you would do in uh, in the dating scene when you're trying to get somebody to go, like, you know, to the uh, dance with you. Yes. You compliment them. Okay. I like right? that. You compliment their shop, though. Their business. Yeah. You know, hey, I found you online, uh, w- and uh, when I searched you on Google... I. Four point seven stars, forty reviews. Yeah, awesome. congratulations! That's yeah, great. Um, so that means I want to be like you. And, and um, the shop in here is beautiful. Yeah, who did your floors? I'm thinking about redoing mine. I mean, you could just compliment them. It's gonna make it, it's gonna makes
0: people feel good to be complimented. Yeah, and if it's genuine and real, they're yeah, gonna no fake compliments. No. If they do crappy embroidery, yeah. Do not compliment the quality of their embroidery. Because they know it's sucks. Uh, yeah, they know. They know it's bad. <laughs> but you know, you can find you can find something to open up the conversation. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, let them know that you would have intentions of working together on something. Yeah. I think that's important to plant that seed.
0: I, I like this to be really specific. So, for example, if you let's say that you just bought a digital heat effects eighty four thirty two, mm-hmm. and a heat press, and you're setting up to do your custom T-shirt business and you've listened to 91 of our podcasts, okay. and you realize that as soon as you start talking to people about custom T-shirts, they're going to ask you about embroidery and embroidered caps. So you can say, listen, I just set up a really small custom T-shirt business in town, and I know I'm going to have people come ask about embroidery from me. I'm looking for a great person to send them to.
1: Yeah. you and, know, And you can find out. They might, they might turn around and say... Yeah, offer wholesale. Yeah, I've done that in the past. I, I would, I would do it again. Um, they might say, yeah, let, I get T-shirt all the time. Absolutely. I've done, and they might even say, I've done the wholesale thing. I, I want to steer clear of it. But a referral business, yeah, I would love to. Yeah, back and forth, that would be great. Um, you should have your strengths ready to share, and because you've researched them ahead of time, you kind of know their weaknesses. So you're gonna play on strengths that you know are their weaknesses. So right. immediately they are excited to hear this. Yeah. It becomes like serendipitous where it's like, I know I don't have that equipment. Yeah. I'm so
0: glad you came so, by. So a good example, if you're in the printing business and you see another t-shirt shop or a screen printing shop and in big red letters right on the front and in the bottom of every email, it says um, 48 piece minimum. Yeah, You know what their weakness is. They're sick of telling people no. Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to walk in and say, man, I love your website. I love everything about what you guys do. I see that you uh, discourage small orders. I'm in the small order business. So um, let's talk about how we might be able to work that out. Yeah, And hundred percent when
1: this happens, when you make the first move, yeah, just like when you were dating, just like somebody we dating. is going to say no, they're going to, uh, somebody might be a jerk somebody I know yeah I I don't I don't really the I'm going to cry I'm going to cry you know that's going to happen I'm having a it's flashback you're going to have to give me a minute It's fine <laughs> um, it's going to more than likely they're going to be cool the first person might be the jerk if you
0: do it yeah. to 20 you're definitely going to run Listen, into somebody Listen we have we've, we've, we've done the math 97.5% yeah. of the people that we deal with with Coleman yeah. and Company and Essie are awesome. Yeah, are very cool people. Two and a half percent, we could send them cash in the mail and they would complain about yes, 100%. it. Yes, hundred percent. So you may run into one of those people. No problem, just pick up your card where you dropped it and move on. Yeah, and remember that 80%
1: of the people do this now. Yeah. That we've yeah. surveyed, right? Successfully. So successfully do this. So if you go to 10 places, the chance are chances are eight of them are gonna be open to this idea. Yeah. And it's not gonna happen immediately. with this stuff either. You're planting seeds at this point in time. It's very similar to selling. If you're going and introducing yourself to local businesses and saying, hey, I do t-shirts, if you need anything, call me up. You're probably not gonna get, oh yeah, I need some right now. You're not, this isn't gonna happen with this either. You're looking to build a relationship. Really what you're hunting for is, you're not hunting for them to say yes to you and immediately wanna do stuff with you. You're hunting for the perfect partners. This is a good way to put it when you meet them. If they're really warm, friendly, open to it, sound, they do a good job. Yeah. All the research points to yes. Then that's who you're looking for. Right. If you walk in and somebody says yes right away and you notice that everything, they seem like they're kind of in shambles.
0: Maybe you're not going to accept the yes. Right. I like that. I feel like you said yes enough that I'm going to download the magic eight ball app. <laughs> yes, signs are promises. <laughs> signs are. <laughs> it's decidedly so. Doubtful. Decide, doubtful, doubtful. Doubtful. So, um,
1: attending events is another way to do this.
0: Yeah, we. So we actually do yeah. that when we go to trade shows. Mm-hmm. If we see somebody in another booth that sell that's selling something cool or interesting, might fit into a niche that we're not in. We'll go up and introduce ourselves. Yeah. We do these things. You know, I love what you're doing, why don't you give me the tour and maybe we can work together.
1: Yep. and you go to, if there's like a little farmer's market thing, you go down there and you see that there's uh, a shop that sells custom-made bags and it looks interesting. You're going to this event just to meet them. Yeah. You have some business cards with you. Hey, I do this. More competition, maybe, maybe not, but I'm looking to, you know,
0: I've gotten both customers and partners doing just that.
1: So, um, you actually said this before, but when you, after you've done the first step, yeah. and you've got somebody to refer to, because you've done the research, hopefully you've already met them,, yep. refer them business in a crazy, super obvious way. right? Like you said, you call them up, call, call them. They're there, you get them on the phone. Yeah, Make sure they know who you are. Remember, yeah, we met we met at that barbecue. Yeah, event, right.
0: Uh, when I was there. Remember how I said that I was going to send you business? Yeah, that's actually and, great too. And it's the same thing with email. So you mm-hmm. get an email request for a product, you don't sell it. So maybe you do a joint email reply and say, hey, Joe, I just want to introduce my customer married to you. She's looking for something I don't handle. I thought you would be great. Yeah. You know, and there's there's no way they're not going to appreciate that
1: yeah that's well, a I mean plus. the jerk will appreciate nothing because right. you could literally just send them the cash yeah
0: they'll be and like they would be thanks mad. send
1: me all your customers yeah so um, but in yeah, Jersey it's it probably um, and then after you do this after you refer them to business yeah um, I always think it's important to follow up with them to find out kind of how it went yeah.
0: Was, you know? was
1: that a good customer for me yeah. to send over? Yeah, say, hey, I sent somebody. How'd that go for you? Did that work yeah. out? Um, I referred some business to a friend of mine, Yeah. and um, and that's exactly, exactly what I did. Then I sent him a Facebook message. We're Facebook yeah. friends. I sent him a Facebook message like five days later. Hey, did that work out? Right. Yes. I did the job. Super nice lady. We're going to do some more jobs together. Thanks so much. Right. And um, Was that a massage? Um Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a handyman, actually. It's a handyman. I think okay. I've actually given an example about that before. Sure. But, um, yeah, it's great. And then also if they say, oh, no, that did not work out. Oh, okay. All right. Tell me, I want to refer you to the right business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it yeah, right yeah. I like that. They only wanted 10. I have a minimum of 48. Right. I know now. Um, next one's coming.
0: Make it a no. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then um, you can also, in this conversation, you uh, you share struggles with them and yeah. why you're looking to partner up. Uh, so an example is like a big, huge business closed down in your yeah. in your city, and they were buying lots of custom apparel. All the shops kind of suffered from this. So you go Happens. there and yeah, and you go hey, listen. Business is slower for me. It's slower for someone else. It's probably a little slower for you. I I'm just I'm looking to shake hands, meet, and hopefully. We could work on something together yeah, to boost you know, it back up, to help out. boost business and 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 get some more, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. And then that's where all the other things come into play, whether you outsource or refer to each other or go to events or whatever. It might You be.
0: know, it, it was a great. Um, I was listening to a podcast on my to work this morning. Okay, uh, it was a about pay per click advertising, and these guys, these two guys that run the run the podcast are. Uh, Google Ads consultants, and they were talking about exactly the same thing.
1: Oh, okay. They were talking
0: about somebody that they knew vaguely um, that was in the business in the same town who lost their job at an ad agency because one of the big companies closed down. Oh, okay. That they were servicing, and it was like, okay, what can we do together? And both of them ended up with good business from it because they talked about each one of their strengths. And they were able to kind of like exchange ideas and clients and and move forward. So yeah. it's a it's a plus.
1: I, I think this stuff is great. They're um, they're definitely not going to be all wins. Yeah. You know, and and you're this is just like selling, in a way, where you're probably going to have to talk to five different places. Yep. You know, to get one. Uh, and and the relationships are going to come and go. Yeah. They might send you a ton of referral business in the first six months, and it weans off yep. for whatever reason. Maybe they're going after a a different niche market and that niche market really doesn't have the need for what you sell. So there's nothing to refer. So it's not gonna, it's gonna change, it's the relationships are gonna develop and you're gonna find those ones that really last and it's gonna, you're gonna tally up a lot of orders, a lot of money, and you guys are going to, you're
0: going to better, and you're going to learn a lot, Yeah, too. And, and even if it's not, you know, an extra $100,000 a month, Yeah, you know, still, you're going to have a relationship with competitors. You're going to have a chance to talk to new customers. You're going to be able to talk about the industry and strategize. It's just, it's so much better if you can develop these kind of referral relationships, whether it's in your neighborhood or not. You know you're going to be better as a person, yeah. And your business is going to be better and stronger because there's more variety there. Yeah, and you
1: know what? It reminds me of something. So um, when I when I was a young man, right? Uh, I so, I sold auto parts for many years. That was like 2016. <laughs> and uh, and I sold auto parts for many years, and I had become uh, friends through a relationship through a guy who worked at a different brand of auto parts store. Mm-hmm. So, um, and really because we'd sometimes call, hey, do you have this in stock? I got yeah, somebody who yeah, ex- needs it, you know, example, because yeah. we're trying to take care of the customer. This guy's car is broken down. Oh my gosh, where am I gonna get He's this? He's in my parking lot. He's a, yeah, um, let me call up, I'll call up my friend. And another thing that we would do is we would also give each other um, like warnings about stuff. Hey, okay. by the way, wanna let you know, there, um, two of our stores have been hit already there's people coming with, uh, they look like this and they've got stolen credit cards.
0: Gotcha, and they're buying expensive ones, yeah.
1: Watch out if you see them, you know, yeah. just be careful. I don't yeah. want you guys to lose the money. That's Three good. of our stores have already lost, you know, $1,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. You can have different things like that. Hey, just to let you know, I heard from so-and-so that this restaurant's gonna be closing down. Yeah. We both do business with them giving you kind of fair warning. So. Yeah.
0: Or there's a, there's a customer who skipped out on paying for a, for a t-shirt order. It would be amazing if they could literally not order t-shirts anywhere else in town. <laughs> yeah. You know, that. Yeah. Would be or great. if they
1: come to you, be careful.
0: Yeah. You know, absolutely get they, cash up front. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, um, I think that's a good yeah. idea. I really, I really like episode 98 um turn compet- competition into partners yes
1: and um, the more you do it the better you'll get at it yeah which is an, another great thing so keep it keep it going uh what's next we've got a, are we going to do another beat the competition after this one i think we're we're
0: on the edge with okay. the topic okay we were we were we were debating whether or not to do an episode on destroying the competition <laughs> <laughs> Physically. (laughs) Physically destroying, attacking the competition (laughs) with tactics and everything. We'll see. If not, I'm sure there'll be something fascinating and educational and entertaining coming. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, uh,
1: thanks so much, Mark.
0: Yeah, thank you, Mr. Vila. All right, everybody. uh, Thanks for listening. This has been Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. You guys have a great business partnering with your competition. There you go. Okay. Mm -hmm.